it is Katie Garrett, your functional medicine specialist, and I am joined by my husband, Phil. It's me again. And we are going to be talking about debunking the top four sleep myths. Hey, wake up. Oh, sorry. It's the middle of the day. See, I'm such a night owl that like, you know, I just... I just don't do well during the day. I just, you know, stay up all night and sleep during the day. It's totally normal, right? And ladies and gentlemen, we have myth number one. Myth number one? What? I'm totally a night owl. Night owls don't exist. (laughs) And I actually thought I was one of them for a very long time until I had the research thrown into my face while listening to a webinar and then uh, followed up by a podcast and then did my own research and discovered this is not actually a scientific fact that there are not people who do better, their brains do better when they go to sleep at midnight or one or two and wake up at eight. That doesn't exist. Now, I, I know what people are saying. They're saying, Katie, you're wrong. <laughs> I sleep so much better during the day. I stay up. I'm so productive at night. I'm so productive at night. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. And you're ridiculous. That's what they're saying. Okay. So I'm going to address the science behind this a little bit, and then I'm going to address why you're so productive at night. Okay. Okay. So the first part is with the, the science around it is that we are controlled by the sun as advanced technologically as we are and as smart as we are, we're still controlled by the sun. And when the sun goes down, it starts this cascade of hormones. And if we don't jump on the wave by sleeping when this cascade is going, then we miss out on all the good recovery that those hormones were going to give us. Mm. And so science shows even in people who have adapted, they've been working a night shift for 20 years and they sleep eight hours and they feel great and they have normal energy. When they do a functional MRI or look to see how their brain is working, they find that there's damage and inflammation and is not a healthy looking brain. Mm -hmm. Um, Also find increased insulin resistance, increased um, waistline, increased body weight and body fat. So there's just, it does not jive with our physiology. And unfortunately, we're just not in control of that. But there are some people that like, you know, they'll stay up and they'll be super productive and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's two things there. So one of them is that not everyone is going to have that cascade of hormones at the exact same time after the sun goes down. So yeah, some people's bodies work a little faster and they get tired, you know, an hour or two after the sun goes down. And they're the ones that are like, I can start falling asleep around 8.30 or 9. And then there's people that it takes their body more of like an hour and a half, you know. So relatively speaking, yeah, there is a, a range there and some people might get more tired by 10. Um, but there's not some people where it takes like six hours after the sun goes down for their body to release melatonin and growth hormone and these different things. Um, so, so there is a little bit of a wiggle room there in like that nine to 10 period. But for the people who are like, my best work is at night or I'm really productive or I have this energy, that's how I know I'm a night owl. To you, I would say you're awesome. That just really means you're, you're a high achiever and you're good at pushing past your limits because that you're taking advantage of your second wind. That's mm. what that productivity is at night. So, you know, you're make, you might feel a little bit tired, maybe an hour or two after dinner, maybe not even enough to really notice it. But then around 10 o'clock, you might start to notice an increase in energy that peaks around 11 p.m. And that was the energy your body was going to use to heal you. 
and you just stole it from your body. Uh-oh. Yeah. So that second Call wind. Call the sleep police. <laughs> so that second wind is your body's healing energy that you're taking to be productive with your own time, which means your body is not recovering. So that's really interesting. And I want to just talk more about that because that actually gets to our, our second um, myth, which is that I get a second wind. And and so what you're basically saying is that the the energy that we would use to heal our bodies. And what do you mean by heal our bodies? Like from what? Like you have like a little cleanup that goes in. Like all of your thoughts and moving around during the day, that all creates some debris. It's kind of like when you you know burn a fire, you get some ash. And so just the act of having energy kind of creates some byproducts that we have to go in and clean out and get rid of, you know, damaged or dead cells and make new ones and all that just maintenance. Interesting. So in addition to, uh, you know, your sleep myth of I'm an, I'm a night owl and that I get a second wind, you're not really a night owl because you're pushing through the hormones that are telling you to go to sleep and your second wind is actually stealing from the recovery that you would normally get from sleeping that leaves you more refreshed and energized and ready to take on the next day. Right. You're constantly putting yourself at a disadvantage mm -hmm. by not allowing your body to recover. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so it would be way better to just go to sleep before you get to that second wind and then to wake up earlier the next day to be productive and get all that good stuff done. Interesting. So I mean, now that kind of gets to that question. So um, the, the third sleep myth is that I do great with six hours or three hours or two hours. You know, <laughs> I'm one of the special people in the world that only needs one hour of sleep and I'm so productive, you know, those mm -hmm. type of type of, of people. So, I mean, what would you say to people that, that have that mentality? So same thing, you know, more power to you that you are living such a passionate life that you have that much you want to do, but it comes at a cost. And so studies show, regardless of how you feel, regardless if you're like, but I wake up at 4 a.m. and I can't go back to sleep, so I must be great with six hours. Um, there's something wrong that you're not able to sleep your whole eight hours. So the fact that you're waking up doesn't mean that's like your body's natural rhythm because there's no body that really does recover fully in that six hours. And so studies bear this out that there's a seven to nine hour window and anything below or above that, you're going to have an increased risk of any chronic conditions. I don't know much, but I did learn about this in, in school. And you know, if you don't have a certain number of REM cycles, if you don't have a certain number of like, you know, like your your alpha and delta waves that are like generated from your brain. Speaking when you're my sleeping. language, Phil. How about that, you know? What can <laughs> I say? Yeah. Um, that uh, that you know your your body won't won't recover. Like you'll have that brain fog and that like kind of impaired decision making ability. Right. Um, so I mean, basically, what you're saying is, which over time can add up to things like ADHD and dementia or Alzheimer's cardiovascular disease, insulin resistance that develops into diabetes, all kinds of things. So what you're saying is, uh, you know, saying I'll sleep when I'm dead and I only need <laughs> like 30, you may actually be dead sooner <laughs> yeah, right. than, than you would otherwise. It's your choice, but at least now you have the facts. Uh, that's true. Okay. Well, let's talk about the fourth um, sleep myth then, which is uh, I can, oh gosh, I'm the worst at this. It's true. That I can make up for it on weekends. <laughs> 
I have to say, this is an admission to all your podcast viewers up there, that I am the worst at staying up, you know, late, and then, you know, come Friday night into Saturday morning, it's like, <laughs> here comes a uh, midnight to noon sleep <laughs> session, here we go. And it's not doing you any good because of the things that we already just talked about. So if, if you're making up for it on the weekends, that means during the week, you're not going to sleep when all your hormones are in neurotransmitters are ready to repair you. And it means that you're not getting in that eight hours. So you're going to have increased hunger hormones, increased insulin resistance, um, decreased uh, metabolism, increased inflammation. All that stuff is going to be happening during the week. And so even if you got to bed at 10 on a Friday night, which is not how people make up for it on the weekends, um, you still wouldn't be able to undo those other five days in which you missed your window. So it's not about total hours in a week. And that's where people can get confused if they're like, well, I you know, slept for six hours Monday through Friday, but then I slept an extra four on the weekends, then I made up for it. It's not a debt. It's it's really part of a rhythm. And you're either on that rhythm or you're not. Mm. Um, so it's not really a calculator. Interesting. So the whole concept of sleep debt, I mean, it hasn't science like really looked at that and said that that's not... It's not even something that you can, you can't pay back your sleep. Right, sleep debt exists, but there's no loan or second (laughs) job that you can do to make up for it. (laughs) Uh, Wow, okay. All right, well, I mean, that's that's our top four. So just to recap, top four sleep myths. I'm a night owl, not really a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do great with, or uh, I I get a second wind. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's stealing from your healing. Mm -hmm. Stealing from your healing. Don't do it. (laughs) Um, I do great with six hours of sleep. That doesn't give your body enough time to get the proper amount of like, you know, REM cycles and sleep to, mm-hmm. to, to get you into uh, the healing stage. And, and that I can make up for it on weekends. That's, that's not accurate either. Yeah, you're not in line with your rhythm. So hope this motivates you guys and inspires you to do what you already know is good for all the kids and get a bedtime going and stick to it. Okay, well, I guess it's a challenge for me as many much as any of you, so <laughs> not, I'm, I'm with you. Not the most exciting podcast or news, but it really can make a big difference in your life. All right, happy sleeping, everybody. Thanks for listening in, and please feel free to go to my website if you have any questions or comments. It's katiegarrett.com. Mm-hmm.